0: Hello and welcome to Series Two, Episode Three of the Sport Ed Podcast. Today we'll be talking all things mental health within and out with sport, and I'm delighted to be joined by an athletics club member, Shaq. So, in what year are, are you in the university? Fourth year. And have you had any like competitions or like training of lately?
1: Uh, I had four events to compete in, and then I um did the first one, and I tore my hamstring. So, yeah, that happened. But um no, been back training more recently. Seeing as we're now thirty-four days into into the injury, so been sort of jogging at track and stuff. So it's been it's been good you know, getting back into it and back in the gym and stuff for S and C stuff. It's, I mean, always good fun to see anyone in the club and, and sort of get back at doing things with other people, I think. But we've got S&C sessions on Fridays, which uh, sometimes I can't attend because I've got work and stuff to do. But, um, no, it's always good fun. We've got a new coach this year. His name is Steven. He's been absolutely great um, and really just really good at bringing everyone together, I think. And, and sort of just get everyone like um a little bit closer i think and um his stuff is so structured that like he builds really really good pro- programs for everyone individually um and you can tell that he takes his time and and it you know i think it just ends up better for for everyone when they're doing all of their work and, and such so
0: he really good at bringing everyone together and as a team making feel everyone feel valued
1: and but yeah 100% i think he um does his best to make sure that Everyone is looked at. Everyone is like taken care of, and everyone's accounted for. Um, and you know, he went above and beyond because we were looking for an SNC coach, and he essentially came along and um, was like, "Oh, it's fine. I can help you with your Thursday circuits, and I can help you with your Saturday like track sessions and stuff." So he comes along on Saturdays as well um and yeah everyone it's definitely like leveled up our training i think um and just leveled up the club in the sense that as i say like everyone is making friends with each other everyone is you know like everyone's suffering together so everyone's just a bit a bit closer i think and it's kind of all thanks to steven so
0: that's a uh, brilliant to hear and lastly do you have like a what's your preferred discipline in athletics
1: um, I am a sprinter because I think that long distances shouldn't be run, personally. <laughs> but um, yeah, I uh, I like a, a good 100 meter race and a 200 as well. I think it's fun. Um, if I'm really feeling it, I'll push myself for like a 400. But I, I,
0: Is that the limit, the 400, uh, as yeah, you say? Yeah, I think
1: the four is is, is pushing it, yeah. Um, eights are out of the question,
0: let alone <laughs> not even a mile. Fifteen hundred, nah. <laughs> I Generally, I wouldn't go below a fifteen hundred for being a long <laughs> distance runner. But <laughs> uh-huh. so uh, moving, moving on, and obviously, it's been great to see so many clubs campaigning and highlighting uh, about mental health and, in particular, men's mental health uh, this past November as yourself or any of your friends in the athletics club been taking part in any fundraising initiatives
1: um yeah so we have been been doing our hardest we've got a good few members of the club um participating um i know a good few other clubs and stuff who've had members participating um i know in general the sports union has been has been really pushing movember and and Um, As a really good initiative and stuff And, yeah, we've got a fundraising event coming up at the end of the month We've been, you know, sort of taking photos um, Sort of checking progress Making sure that we're checking in on people um, we're supposed to have someone come and talk to us about um, mental health and um, prostate cancer and testicular cancer and stuff as well because obviously those are the, the huge um, issues that Movember is trying to tackle. So we are doing our best really to, to make sure that the word is spread and because, and, just yeah, it is really important and such a large proportion of the people that I know um, who are doing it Um, have struggled with their mental health like in and others and to be honest like things like testicular cancer and um other such issues uh over the last few years so it's like really important like it's a step further for a lot of us it's like really putting ourselves out there and being like this is this is what's happening and this is what we know is is happening so we need to do our best to to really get something done about it
0: and like, also, these are very, very important issues. But do you feel they are still like lagging behind in awareness of testicular cancer and male-related
1: like health issues? Yeah, I think a hundred percent they are. Because even like myself, um, it wasn't until sort of the start of the month when I was doing a lot of the November research that I realised like you know a lot of the statistics and stuff like about how. 60 men um commit suicide every hour um like around the world um and it's like statistics like that where it's like even even though i know a decent bit um i'd say about like men's mental health and stuff like that was something that i still didn't still didn't quite grasp how high the number was and yeah it's just about being able to sort of like have that conversation and, and I think a lot of people are scared to do it but once it sort of gets done then it becomes kind of infinitely easier I think.
0: And you feel like how would there be a way that can like change the norm to make it more easier for people to reach out and maybe being like a guy sometimes I've been elevated to into social pressures and maybe I haven't thought of oh I don't want to embarrass myself with saying that what would you say to people
1: in those shoes? I think um, and it's it's going to sound like a little bit mean, but like find the right people, because I've definitely had situations where I've been surrounded by friends who I never thought that I could open up to, never thought that I'd be able to say anything to. Um, and I think definitely now um, I'm surrounded by a lot of people that pretty much all we do is open up to each other because we all understand what we're all going through all the time. Um, and it's just sort of that development and that sort of getting better and realizing that, yeah, we don't really need that stigma of being embarrassed because you want to open up and, and share your feelings. And, and yeah, I think I just say the right people, because even at that, then other people have been through other things. They'll suggest like good places that you can go to talk about things that you might not have thought of. Is there uh,
0: any good places that you recommend people to
1: check out? Um, so uh, one that I was recommended was um, PF Counseling. Uh, I know that they have quite a long waiting list at the minute, um, but I've been told that uh, one of the really good things that they do is, is just the fact that they... Um, basically keep swapping out whoever is doing your sessions for you until you find like at the end of each session they'll sit and they'll be like um you know how did that feel for you like did you be completely honest did you did you feel like you could open up to me did you feel like it was easy going and stuff um and if you turn around and you're like to be honest i felt like a bit you know i didn't quite feel as much out there as i should have been then they will essentially turn around and be like um okay then next time you're in will get you someone else and they'll just keep swapping people out like going through all the people they have there until you find someone that makes you feel comfortable Um, and then they'll be like okay then we'll do the rest of our sessions together Um, just you and I um, and you sit and you can get your counselling done Um, and I think that that's quite an important thing because a lot of what scares people in talking as well is being worried about um, who you're going to open up to um, and being worried about how other people will react and it's like even if it's someone else's job um there's still a a huge worry that like you'll say something or and they won't respond the way you wanted or you know they'll say something and it will sort of just maybe not hit you the right way so it's really important that you get that sort of match lined up and and i think that's one good thing that they're they're great at doing you
0: say, it's like very like confidential as well it can be like kept with the counselor and the individual
1: yeah a hundred percent I think um the privacy level is 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 through the roof, and that's what the most important thing is as well, I guess being able to know that you're not just gonna turn around and and suddenly be really worried that everyone knows everything and and it's very confidential so
0: yeah, that's a very 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 key. And like with the Athletics Club in general Would you be able to tell our listeners Any initiatives or social events Or training that you do That helps people's mental health and well-being?
1: Mm. Um, Well, I think In terms of the Athletics Club A lot of our social events We have So we've got this Wednesday coming up We've got a a games night um, Which is just always a fun reset time I think uh, especially with the coming weeks, I think there's a lot of stress and a lot of a lot of other issues coming up that tend to to pile on. Uh, so we were like, "Oh, it'd be really fun if we all just you know got this really big room and got a bunch of video games and you know on projectors and a bunch of board games." in. it just means that people can come in. And they can take a break, like, you know, even if it's just two hours, they can take a break from whatever essay they're writing or whatever report is stressing them out. They can come see people um, if they want to. They can come have a drink. They can um, sort of just interact while playing cards or while playing Monopoly or something. And, like, it's just very easygoing and just good for people, I think. Um, and I'd say that uh, a lot of our running sessions as well, um, so intervals we have on a Tuesday evening and Wednesday we've got track uh, in the afternoons and Saturday we've got track in the mornings um, and I think it's just a lot, it's very light hearted, it's very um, fun as well. I, I think just getting out and getting running, um, especially because you can sort of zero in on yourself and kind of just stop thinking for a bit and, and, and sort of just run laps around a track and, and not really have to, to worry about it and listen to some good music. I I do all the music for the athletics club, so <laughs> it's often some good. Some Is good, it like
0: a um, big DJ boombox sort of thing <laughs> in the middle of the track on the grass? I that? wish,
1: I wish, but no, it's just um, we just bring my speaker and um, everyone's normally dancing and stuff as well. It's really fun um, and circuits as well on Monday actually, um, because we use the studio in Pleasance for that. So we just um, you know, Cami normally gets on those um. On those sessions though And just plays music through And yeah Got a lot of good dancers In the athletics club I think I'd say
0: Do so you have Someone in the club Who's a special dancer Or someone who Uplifts everyone else
1: oh, um I mean <laughs> Tempted to say myself But, <laughs> um, but I think uh, Wally um, He I, I'd say Him He's normally Out bussing moves And stuff um, And Caspian as well Actually um, often see him dancing quite a bit uh, and again Cammy likes a good dance move so yeah those three definitely well, it's important to
0: uh, show your true self in a way <laughs> uh, I guess yeah and like you said like it's really important people know the opportunities sports clubs can do in offering alternatives to sports other yeah. things doesn't necessarily need to be a sports social all the time for example the Hare and Hounds done a couple of weeks ago they just had a movie night and yeah. I read a Scottish Athletics article about a running club in Central Scotland, and that was about like their youth team and their coach has been portraying a really good team spirit, but he's actively been getting loads of non-running athletics socials to try and bond everyone together, and that's maybe more you can open up or learn more of an insight into other people's like issues or. Okay, like saying that it's it's normal to speak up. Yeah.
1: Well, we were um we were actually looking into doing things like we were going to have a an ice age marathon cuz yeah, it's definitely a a good set to get going and sort of like Thursday afternoon kind of vibes, kind of just you know, just a couple people even if it is just people coming around and just sitting down and relaxing and and just putting on a film and just knowing that there's like, like there's a comfort in knowing that you are like wanted in that presence and that you are like, um, that there are people that you have around you. Um, because even if it's not, even if you're not saying anything, like there's just always a comfort in, being sat in a room in silence with people As opposed to being sat in a room in silence by yourself like it, I think it's definitely It's just good to, to get around people And that's what a lot of these clubs offer um, Even if you aren't part of the club And you decide that you want to come along to a social or two Just chill, eat some popcorn Watch, watch Ice Age yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favourite Ice Age?
1: Um, I'm partial to the first one, I think yeah, I think I think so. I think they they might be a steady decline from, <laughs> from from the first one all the way to the the fifth one. Now I think it is. Is it
0: five? Wow. I think it's five. I was going to say I reckon I've I've watched them all, but I don't I've watch them all from start to finish. I, think I just watched snippets. But yeah. it's a good. They're always on like Christmas or yeah, like yeah. summer holiday. When I'm back home, it's mm-hmm. a, a nice one. Is there like a way that you feel? That you've checked on teammates, friends, or families' mental well-being. And that's perhaps a bit different to a traditional like social media message. Has you got any examples or good practices?
1: A couple of, I mean, a, a good few guys. I think from the athletics club, we tend to have like once a week a sort of a session where we all just sit in someone's flat and just drink cups of tea and and just talk about. How we're feeling, how the week's been going, Um, you know, like what's been stressing people out and sort of just a good outlet to to get it all going. When I turn up to athletic sessions and stuff, uh, especially now that I'm not running as much, I like to make sure that I sort of go around, talk to everyone, see how they're doing, see how uni's treating them and stuff, because I feel like obviously that's that's the really big one. Um, especially as I say, coming up to exams, people get more and more stressed, um, and numbers start to drop off. So when you do see certain people, you're like, you know, like I've not seen you in a while. Has everything been okay? Um, I think that's just a really it, like it, it's it's a good habit to get into. Just making sure that when you see people, you're just a bit like, hey, how are you? Like I remember you. Like yeah. <laughs> <and> you
0: <laughs> just know, being mm-hmm. very like friendly, but remembering. That they they're they're part of the club just as much as you are.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah. Um, I think last year because I only joined athletics uh, in third year, so last year when I joined, um, I think one of the bigger moments for me was actually like the first time that someone that I didn't just like regularly speak to walked up to me and was like, "Oh yeah, no, like uh, how are you? How are you doing?" And I was just like, "Okay, yeah." kind of shows that other people are are constantly are like on the lookout and paying attention and stuff like that and it's like as much as i know that i'm trying my hardest this year as well that reassures me that there are other people who are doing the same um and it's just nice to see to see it happen like you see people mixing with each other and you see people checking in on each other and making sure that everything's okay and uh, yeah like A
0: good example from me, what i found is when... So at the moment, past few months, I've kind of had a bit of a slump with my running. I'm just... I've not really been, like, enjoying it as much, yeah. which I guess is perhaps normal. And I, I've told my friends about that, but, like, one of my friends at the pub on Saturday, he just said to me, he was like, oh, he dug deep, he dug a little bit deeper. He was like, oh, is everything else OK? Are you sure when... Some people could have just been like, oh, that's fine, for a reason for me saying, oh, I'm not looking forward to the next race. But even though I felt fine, it was still very reassuring that, like, don't be scared to dig a little bit deeper in a polite way. There's nothing wrong with
1: it. Yeah,
0: 100%. And is there a special way that you, like, bounce back or keep motivated after a poor performance or, or how have you kept motivated after, like, your injury?
1: I don't, I won't lie. It's been, it's been tough. Um, I think think work and and things have gotten a lot tougher and, and my sort of personal anxiety kind of went through the roof when it happened because I was just suddenly a bit, a bit scared and a bit worried. But I think just the knowledge that it's, it's a thing that happened and it's a thing that will pass. Like you know went to the physio and he was like 6 to 12 weeks but at least there's a time frame you know it's not like he's just told me that i'll never be back out there like i'll never so sort of the knowledge that this this will pass and uh, one of my flatmates nicole she um gave me a wee sticker that i have at the front of my diary that says stop worrying about the things you can't control so every time i have to like write something in the first thing I do is I open it up and I see the wee sticker that says stop worrying about the things you can't control um, and it sort of just it gives a kind of peace um, and I think that helps me find like my motivation because it's just a bit like you know calming myself down, bringing myself back down to basics and then being like okay now we can we you know, we're fine, let's push, let's get this done and I think that works for me quite a bit
0: and if you said that that mental that your flatmate does, that's a really nice touch and way for you. Yeah. And like with goals, do you like to set yourself some levels of short-term, then middle-term goals before the, the long-term goal? How do you process your goals to keep you motivated and like mental health in check?
1: I think I do it different to most people. I don't know. I kind of pick. I I I think I do my my long term goals first, um, because then that sort of lets me break it down a bit. uh, Because it's like you know, if this is where I want to be in a year, then it's like, okay, what do I have to do in the next like six months in order to get? Like, where do I have to be in six months in order to get there? Which I feel like is is a very backwards way of doing it. Whereas like a lot of people would probably be like, okay. You know, we'll just get this done this week, and then we'll get this done for next month, and that means that we'll probably be here for next year. But
0: yeah, no. Does that help with like stress levels? Because you're already thinking ahead and you have a, a plan ahead, although it's not it's at, maybe at the back of your brain. It's not yeah. quite at the front because it's not too important just
1: yet. Well, yeah, I think again, like that. That's kind of just how I. I've always worked, so I prefer to, yeah, I prefer to sort of have that sort of plan ahead. Um, and then it's kind of like, a okay, well, I don't have to worry about this anymore because we're all set and we're structured. Um, whereas I know for a fact that, um, like, my flatmate Cameron, he can't do that. He's very sort of in the moment, sort of today is today and tomorrow is tomorrow. And <laughs> we'll deal with tomorrow when it comes, but, you know, don't even try and get me thinking about what I'm going to be doing next year. Cause that's <laughs> that's too much. Whereas I'm constantly like, okay, where am I going to be a year from now? Um, you know, will I be? Will I even still be in Edinburgh? Like, and sort of just all of those kind of things. Um, I think that's how I work personally.
0: So like, what finding what works for you is very like key as well. And for me, I'll say, the past like few months, I've started to. I like to write all my notes and pieces of paper, uh, even if I'm doing things. I'll write it instead of being on the computer. It's still quite old-fashioned. That's just how I I think I work better. I guess I'm still finding out along the way, but I like to like write like goals for the day, like yeah. tasks, and then just like tick them off. So it's, yeah, that's just my way of keeping myself on on goal for my tasks for the day.
1: I definitely recommend it because. Um... Well, I mean, firstly, my, my my dad always used to say, "I really hope he never hears this because I don't I don't want him to know that he's right." <laughs> but he always used to say that the um, the faintest pen is always better than the the strongest mind. Because um, I always just used to try and keep everything in my head and then just remember everything and then um, just try and get it done through the day. Um, and he'd always just be like, "No, write it down. Because if you write it down, it's not going to go anywhere. Like you, you know, you'll always have that there. Whereas if you forget it, um, then you know you might not get it done, which is just going to be stressful for another time. And I think that yeah, more recently, so sort of for the start of this year, um, I got myself a brand new academic diary." Um, and I'd, I'd never done that before because, I, as I say, like I always sort of just kept all my, my tasks in my head. Um, but I was like, you know what, we'll start writing it down, making sure that we can get things done. Um, and yeah, as you say, like I definitely recommend it. I think it, it, it makes things a lot easier seeing things written down, like being able to go, oh, what do I have to do today? And just open up a book and go, OK, these are all my tasks for today. Um, I I didn't expect how much easier It was going to make things for me Um, But I think, yeah, it really has And it frees up a lot more Sort of mental space To think about other things And yeah, I think it's just a lot more freeing So, yeah yeah, Technology's nice and stuff But I think Paper is is also still Yeah, it's still available Yeah, it's still definitely (laughs) Long live paper to to a certain
0: degree Yeah is there any like, different ways that like mental health is portrayed differently from like where you're from or like, family background? Is there ways that coming to Edinburgh has maybe like changed your perception or?
1: Um, I think so. I think um, in my family, um we never really spoke about uh, our mental health and stuff like that growing up, and even now, it's a lot harder. Like, we're into it, but we're mainly into it because, like, me and my brother have had issues with it over the past um, couple years and stuff. So that's kind of the main reason that it ended up getting brought up. But in terms of, like, the past, we never really never really spoke about it, and it wasn't really until coming down to Edinburgh. And again, like, going back to surrounding yourself with the right people, it wasn't until it sort of got down to Edinburgh found a good set of friends who are always checking up on each other. Um, and that's kind of where I think I got my habit from because it's like every single time we meet each other, it's like, yeah, hello, how are you? Well, you know, how have you been? How is, like, your mental state doing and stuff? And um, I think lots of lots of big talks um, where we sort of sat down and were like, you know, these are the important issues with mental health which I think then made it easier for everything to become a smaller talk, Um, which, again, I'd say is sort of a good piece of advice. I feel like if you leave it to build up for a while, then it becomes more daunting because it becomes a, a massive conversation that you have to have about everything that's been bothering you. Whereas if you, as I say, do it like, like a once-a-week thing or just like a constant thing where you are constantly opening up to people, then it's it, it's so much easier and gets easier over time and it just becomes habit. So, yeah, I'd definitely say that coming down to Edinburgh, seeing a lot of the people that I've seen, again, being the, the athletics club, um, making new friends, uh, getting myself out there, it's really been really been good for me
0: that's like really good you found like your group and finding that friendships is like like yeah very important and like for me it's like mental health has affected my family quite quite a bit and like I've learned how to treat people eh, like all the same and maybe like adapt to different like people as well but it's very important just to remember that if someone's like suffering from a mental health problem or difficulty People are just people. Yes, they might have some bits maybe you, you don't like, really like, but it's like important just to remember that they're trying. They're in their mind, they're still happy. They're they're still trying to be the best for you. So it's just trying to remember that other people's like efforts, even though you might think it's different.
1: No, yeah, I, I I agree completely. I think it's one of the things that yeah people don't think about so much. Especially when you're like caught up in a lot of your own stuff, and you're getting more and more stressed, um, and then you sort of take a minute, um, look outside, and you're just a bit like, yeah, no, other people they're they're dealing with with other things, and they're they're just trying their hardest, um, which is all we're ever doing, really. I think um, so.
0: Yeah, and there's like a like specific athlete that you like to look up to that, like practices and portrays like good mental health practices within sport and their general life.
1: I no, no no one I could I could name at the minute. I don't think I don't think any big names. I think I'd say probably just one of my friends. My actually my flatmate Cameron. Um, he does a lot of sort of self reflection, a lot of meditation and stuff in the mornings. He's very good at like if he is feeling like slightly overwhelmed in a social situation, he's very good at just getting up on and, and and just going and sitting in the other room and sort of just turning around and going like I like I need this space for a bit. Um and everyone's always just like, Yeah, that's fine. Um so I think yeah. Um he's our middle distance coach actually for the athletics club as well. Um but no, I think he's very very good at being able to sort of separate himself and, and always find time for himself which is important, something that I can never seem to be able to do but, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, that's really brilliant to hear that doesn't necessarily need to be someone who is an elite athlete like if we can, everyone can be an athlete if they want to just participate in sport no matter yeah. what the level but yeah, anyone can be a role model, just they don't need millions of followers to be a role model
1: do you have any anyone out there that you're looking up
0: to? Nobody that like really like springs to my mind but I know like it's been really good to see in like media outlets of late. Like, you've had someone biles uh, reaching out about our mental health before and like trying to like normalise the conversation that and I guess like media like outlets maybe like they can change their way of how they portray an athlete because it can really impact athletes' mental health and well being, but not just that athlete themselves, it can disrupt the other person's friends or their family. So it's I think it's it's good that there's a slight media shift in athletes again, okay, like new stories getting changed, but I feel it can only get better,
1: I would say. So a hundred percent. Yeah. Um I think it's good, yeah, as you're saying that like steps are being taken, but there's there's still a, a, a while to go, um, but that doesn't mean that we don't really get to celebrate all the stuff that's 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 happened so far. I think. Yeah. And moving like forward, is there
0: any like competitions that you have like upcoming throughout the season that you're looking forward to?
1: Um, so we have another competition in February. Uh, and that'll be sort of one of my uh, possibly my first back once I've sort of fully put recovered, the injury, totally. yeah, put the injury <laughs> away and, and you know sort of um, fully recovered as you say. But uh, yeah, I think that one that one should be fun. Um, and we're also working with uh, Scottish Athletics at the minute, so um, we're looking at sort of weekly competitions and stuff as well. So, hopefully, getting out there more regularly, which I think will be good.
0: Was um, that indoor or outdoor?
1: Um, I believe they are indoor. Um, I think uh, there are a couple outdoor competitions as well coming up, sort of later in next semester, sort of April, April time, I
0: think. I oh, so you're probably into here. It was. Uh, it's been brilliant to have you on board uh, for our latest episode, Shaq, and it's been really good to see the work that athletics clubs doing themselves and how there is role models within the athletics clubs yeah. that people can reach out to. And it's yes, yeah, it's, it's very important to let's normalise everything.
1: Oh, thank you for thank you for having me. I'm always happy to talk about mental health issues and and, and other health issues and just sort of. Being able to, and the Athletics Club as well. Always happy to talk about the Athletics Club. My, um, my pride and joy. I love, love those guys. Yeah.
0: Well, long live the Athletics Club. <laughs> Thank you very much.